When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is up, Steeler Nation? I'm JY. I'm here with Michael Nicastro, and we are here with your favorite Steeler podcast in the land, the Chris Wormley and Friends Show, number 95 on the field and number one in our hearts. Go ahead, Sammy, play that thing, and let's get to it. Never Jamming a little bit. I tell yeah. you what, that music was hitting today. We're, it's time to reset. We're coming off the bye week. Uh, let's bring number 95 in himself. Big Worm, how are you? What's going on, fellas? I'm good, man. It was uh, a much-needed bye week. Got some time away with the family. Uh, went to the Pittsburgh Zoo this weekend. Had a great time there. And uh, now I'm back into it full swing, ready ready for the Saints, and looking for a, a much-needed win. Spade's favorite animal. Uh, this time around, it was the lions, even though they were sleeping. Uh, and she was really interested in the, the aquarium this time, which was fun to, to see. Uh, we spent a lot of time in the aquarium too. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of fish that she was in, in, intrigued about. Yeah. Cool. That's awesome. So obviously you just told me what you did on the bye week Uh, how is your body recovering? Um, you know, the reset just kind of, obviously there's nothing better than family time being a new dad myself. So, uh, just tell us, you know, where you're at, you know, body banged up, feeling good, ready to, ready to win out second half of the season. Yeah. First off, congratulations to you, JY. Uh, Thank you. girl dad is, is an amazing thing. So welcome to the club. Um, but yeah, body's feeling good. This was kind of the perfect time to have a bye week um, kind of smack dab right in the middle of the season. And we're, we're looking to go on a run. I know uh, for, for things to go our way this, this next uh, nine weeks. There's a lot, a lot of things that have to that have to happen. Um, we have to play not only good football, but we have to play great football if we want to, you know, make a push for the playoffs. Because sitting at two and six um, isn't getting it done uh, for these next nine weeks. We we have to win a bunch of games and and uh, continue to to play well, you know, and and stack a lot of wins. And I think that's that's going to be the key is is stacking wins, and uh, we we can't allow ourselves to get into two, three, four game losing streaks because. That, that kicks us out of the playoffs just like that. Definitely. And I'm glad you're still thinking playoffs because I still have the faith. There's a lot of football, anything. We've seen crazier things happen. Just, I mean, just look at last year, what it came down to. So yeah. um, with that being said, TJ Watt is back. Um, just kind of tell us, how does that boost the morale of the team? Like, obviously, he's a generational talent. Like, what? just tell, you know, what that does for the players on the field. Yeah, not only is TJ the best player on our team, but he's probably, he's one of the best players in the world and he's the best player at what he does at his position. So uh, when you have a guy like that, that can come back um, not only his play on the field, but his leadership, his intensity um, guys, look at that guys feed off of that energy guys 
are looking for someone like him um, to make a play, and that that just feed, guys feed off of that. Um, I know he's looking to to have you know a great second half of the season. He's been out this whole this whole first half, except for that first game, and you saw what he did that first game. He he was like TJ himself. Uh, so I know he's looking for, forward to you know proving people wrong of, of him coming back. I know he's looking to continue to be the dominant player that he is, and I know he's looking to help us win a bunch of games this second half of the season. Yeah, we're excited for it. The energy he provides, not just on the team, but to the fans and the community, it's it's certainly palpable. Another guy that's coming back that I want to mention is DeMonte Casey. This is a dude who's you know doesn't get the headlines that TJ Watt does, but it feels like he's really become a big source of energy in that locker room too, Warren. Yeah, I mean, those first couple of weeks in camp uh, at Latrobe, um, he definitely made himself known as, you know, a hard hit and flying around safety, but also just a, a dude with great energy. Um, you know, likes to talk a little crap on the sidelines and, and to get, <laughs> get guys going, but it's all in fun. And and his energy, especially this, you know, he's been back for me about a week and a half now, uh, but his energy on the sidelines, you know, in, at practice has been, has been great. And I think a lot of guys are excited for him to come back. I know he's super excited to come back. Um, which is, you know, something that we didn't know was going to happen when the injury had happened. We didn't know if he was going to be gone for the whole season or not. Uh, but having him back in the mix and, and making plays and just his presence is, has been really cool to see, um, you know, these last couple of weeks, especially because we haven't seen him in a while. He's been hurt. And uh, just having that presence back is, is, is going is gonna to be good for our team as well. Yeah, everybody excited to have TJ Watt back on the field, DeMonte Casey. Unfortunately, a guy that won't be back with you, Chris, is Chase Claypool. And I know that you're really close with Chase. Uh, obviously, this is a business. He was traded to the Chicago Bears last week. What was your reaction, and did you get a chance to, to talk to your buddy, obviously, uh, on his way out? Yeah, you know, I think uh, when when the news happened, I think it was kind of been circulating in the news, you know, a couple weeks prior to the trade deadline. And, um, you know, I think that, I think it, it was a win-win for, for all parties. Uh, we got a second-round pick which is great for receiver chase gets a fresh start somewhere where I know he's looking to, um, to contribute as much as he can, especially with a quarterback like Justin Fields, who seems to be, uh, coming on to his, his, um, you know, he's, he's been having a really, a really good, you know, month of football, um, especially the season that he had last year. A lot of, there's a lot of doubt with, with fields and what he can do. And he's been having a great month. I know chase is going to not only, um, he's going to, he's going to be able to boost that, that presence and that production that Justin has had. Um, but it's sad to see a guy like that go, especially um, a talent like Chase. We know the type of player that he he is. Um, him and him and Mitch in that second half of the, the Buccaneers game uh, won us. You know, he was a big part of the reason why we won. He made really big plays, and I think um, we're, we're going to miss him. But I'm excited for the opportunities of the other uh, receivers that were behind him. Um, a guy like Sims, who's come on the last couple of weeks in the return game, but I'm looking – forward to seeing him um, in that slot position. And I know uh, Fryermuth is looking forward to to taking over maybe a, a bigger role as far as him in the middle of the field and, and those possession downs that Chase was really, really uh, productive at these last couple of years. Man, that Justin Fields, Chad, that's got to be the most flattering things you've said about an Ohio State guy in a long time, <laughs> maybe outside of Cam Hayward. No, it's exciting when you see a guy, especially when a guy gets a lot of heat. You know, yeah. you never want to see a guy, um, yeah. you know, take the heat that he has. He's a young guy and it's, it's, it's exciting to see somebody uh, get better each week. And that's what For he sure. has. I feel like at least this second year uh, of his career. And um, I know Chase, like I said, is looking forward to, 
to uh, helping him uh, become the best player he can. And Chase is looking to, you know, have that have that rookie season again, touching um, for the second half of the season with the Bears. You're watching or listening to a sick podcast production. Follow us on Twitter at SickPodSteelers. Check us out, Steelers Crazy, over on YouTube, of course, in tandem with us over at Yenzer Crazy and YenzerCrazy.com. Jordan, what is that? I, I know we're looking at my sick shirt. We are talking about Worms hat. What does your shirt say? I didn't even notice that until uh, now. Yen's clothing brand. They sent me a Yen's dad. Let me see if wow. I can read that in a, in a Pittsburgh uh, accent. You, yeah, we got to hear that. Hold on. I got to stand up then. It's ba- So it says Yen's dad and... <laughs> Gosh. Ain't no doubt. Ain't no not, doubt not about, about it. it. Not out about it. But in Pittsburgh. Oh, no. <laughs> Wait, you got to do it one more time. No doubt about it. That's good. That's a great oh, soundbite. You shouldn't give no any help. Doubt. Ain't sorry. no doubt about it. Oh man. Yeah. That's, That's pretty what good. they used to say. That, when the Pirates used to win games, yeah. There was a broadcaster named Lanny Frateri, and he would he would say, and there was no doubt about it. Whenever the battle in Buckos. <laughs> the, the old battle in Buckos, the 20 straight losing seasons that we grew up on over here. Uh, anyway, that's a, that's a sweet shirt, uh, you know, but I have the best one of all, of course, and Ellis, Sammy, shout them out. Warren, let's move on to the Saints. Uh, obviously, they just played. You're, you're a football guy, of course, so assuming you caught some of that Monday night game uh, against your former team, the Baltimore Ravens. Ravens beat the Saints. Uh, you got them coming into town this Sunday. What were some of your, your takeaways if you did watch? Yeah, uh, I didn't watch a whole lot of it. Uh, I was watching actually just film of of uh, some of their runs and stuff like that. Some of their some of their pass protections um, actually, and a little bit of Ted Lasso. Been been tuned into Ted Lasso a little bit these last couple <laughs> weeks, um, nice. trying to catch up on that. But no, they they have a you know a veteran quarterback in Andy Dalton, who I think is going to be the starter again this week. Um, somebody like Taysom Hill, who uh, can provide a lot of problems for a defense. As far as running, throwing, catching, the dude does it all. Um, yeah. So you have to be able to scheme for him, no matter how many plays he plays uh, or what they have, you know, schemed up for him. You have to kind of prepare for it all. And when you have a guy like that, I think that just adds another wrinkle into their offense that uh, can score points, can move the ball down the field, and, and can be dynamic. Um, and they have a pretty solid offensive line. Um, you look at the guy like Ryan Ramchek, who. Um, is an all pro pro bowler, uh, makes a lot of money and he's probably, he's definitely their best offensive lineman. And, uh, that'll be a fun battle between him and TJ, uh, this week. Um, you know, if TJ is, is back and healthy and ready to rock and roll for us Sunday. Um, and you know, on the defense side of the ball, they have a lot of good players too. They got some, you know, a, a great corner and, and Marshawn Lattimore, um, and Cam Jordan, who's looking like he's going to be a, a future hall of famer. And when you have guys like that, that can make plays, um, you have to be ready for that. And I think on, on as far as our offensive side of the ball for us, they they are looking at those two guys and how can we scheme up to to minimize their roles. Um, but on the defensive side of the ball, we got to stop 41 and Alvin Kamara. Yeah. Um, he's, their, he's their best offensive player. He can um, he can run people over. He can make guys miss, and he's, he's fast as hell once he hits that second level. Um, so being able to wrap up, make tackles, gang tackle, and uh, – not let, allow him to get to that second level where he's uh, making people miss and, and hitting home runs uh, when it comes to with his with his feet and scoring touchdowns. That's going to be our biggest thing, especially as a defensive line. 
You said if TJ Watt is out there and healthy, obviously the speculation reports are that he will play. We touched on it at the beginning of the show. You're not a doctor. You're not a coach, of course, but you're out there on the practice field with him. How's he look? Yeah, he looks good. I mean, he's, you know, he's, he's been off for, you know, eight weeks. So his, his body is fresh compared to the guys out there. Um, but no, I know TJ is going to, you know, push hard as hell to, to be back this week. And if he is, I'm, I'm so excited because, uh, you know, we've played a lot of ball last year together and, uh, it's it's fun to uh, to watch a guy like that and be side by side with a guy like that who um, can really change a game. And I know he's like I said, he's excited to come back, um, but only when when he's ready. And and like I'm hoping he's back this week. Um, but if not, I know he's uh, he's coming back soon. So I'm excited for that that appearance whenever it is. Um, hopefully, it is this week. All right, we uh, two weeks ago we started something. A little different over here. We play a little bit of a trivia with Chris and, and JY. Uh, and you know what? We're going to do another worm association, maybe with another twist here, Sammy and Anello. So uh, hold on to your butts, Jordan and Chris. Roll that thing, Sammy. Nice. Another another nice little – that sounds like a New Orleans jazz vibe almost. I just kind of kind of – Felt that a little bit. I've All never right, let's been start with some. Orleans. Never, never. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, as your dad, probably not the best time to go now. You probably missed that. <laughs> missed that boat. <laughs> All right, let's start with a few words for for worm, and I'll start with gumbo. I love it. Uh, our D line coach, Carl uh, Dunbar, he's from Louisiana, so he's always talking. You know, we have we'll have gumbo in the facility. The chefs will make it, and he's oh, this isn't real gumbo. Like I got to make you some gumbo. My wife's got to make some gumbo, and I'm I'm you know I'm here my third year, and I'm still waiting on that gumbo from from my coach. But uh, yeah, it's when it's I don't know if it's a soup or it's a chowder or what you want to call it, but I guess you call it because it's it's damn good. Kevin Dotson too. Jordan and I caught up with him this off season on the Yinzer Crazy podcast, and he kept talking nonstop gumbo, gumbo, gumbo. So that was on top of my <laughs> yeah. mind. Uh, all right, Mardi Gras. Oh man, it's one of those things you see growing up. You're like, I, I got to get there. Whether it's the the history, the tradition, Bourbon Street, uh, the parade, that's uh that's something that I think everyone should experience because it it, se- it sounds like that that's a once in a lifetime uh, experience. And just being down there in, in New Orleans sounds like a fun time. So I'm assuming you haven't gotten there. I have not. No, no, I have not. One of these days. All right. It's a good transition because I'm doing a little half and half. We did some Philadelphia trivia fact or fiction version the last time we had Worm on the show a couple weeks back. So he took down JY and what was a really competitive match. Honestly, I'll give you guys that. So it's time for a little New Orleans City fact or fiction round two. Are you guys ready? Let's do it. Oh, boy. You sound extremely excited. So, um, <laughs> all right. We'll, we'll start with Jordan on this one. And all I need is a fact or fiction. You could think out loud. We did it last time as mm-hmm. well. So, all right. All New Orleans. The first Mardi Gras celebration in New Orleans, Jordan, was held in the 1700s. Fact or fiction? I'm going to say fact. I feel like it It might have went back that far. Chris? They knew how to, they knew how to party in the 1700s. <laughs> I'm gonna say fact. I'll say I'll say fact. Do we have the uh, buzzer yet, Anello and Sammy? Because that's an eh 
We are over wow. one. Not not a great start. The eighteen hundreds threw you off a little bit there. Uh, um, so yeah, you're about a, a century too uh, too early there. But that's okay. You're still tied on the leaderboard. Uh, so we'll move on to the next one. This time we're going to start with Chris, of course. So this is an interesting one. Masks are mandatory on New Orleans Mardi Gras floats. That's what I'm throwing out there. That is a fact. Okay. So no debating on that. And by masks, we're talking about Halloween masks. Obviously, we're not we're not t- touching on COVID or anything of that nature. But I'm going to throw out this fact or fiction. It is a state law. Fact, for sure. Fact. There's, they they they're about their Mardi Gras down there, and I I wouldn't put it past them. So I'm, I'm going to say fact. Jordan, is it a state I'm- law to wear a mask on a Mardi Gras float? There is some weird laws, and I know you're in Florida, so I know there's some weird laws down there. <laughs> no, so, there's no laws in Florida. That's the yeah, thing. right. No. Yeah, no, 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 no. You can have an alligator on a leash. Yep. Um, it's in my bathtub yeah. behind me. I'm gonna just. I'm gonna say fiction. All right, we have a little bit of a uh, difference on our hands, and the point goes to Big Worm. Uh, it's a fact. I found that very interesting, and I feel like it was too specific to be like masks. Must yeah. be worn on these. So you probably both both got that. Anyway, it's it's one nothing. Chris Warmly. We're on to question number three here on the Chris Warmly and Friends Show, a sick podcast production. Jordan York, Mike Nicastro, and of course the Chris Warmly. Chris has a one nothing lead over here. Jordan, I'll start with you. New Orleans nickname is the Treasure City. Fact or fiction? I have, again, I've never been to New Orleans, so I'm going to say fiction. I, I don't I don't think it's called that. Chris, the treasure city, the treasure city, not Atlantis, popular, popular nickname for New Orleans, the treasure city. No, that's fiction. Okay. You both got it right. Really good call. I thought you might go different from Jordan there. Maybe pick up another point. However, it's the Crescent City, if you found that to sound somewhat so familiar. Yeah, because there's a built on built on a land apparently that's shaped like a crescent. Have you been have you been to Louisiana? Yeah, I've been to New Orleans uh, one time for Halloween three years ago, Voodoo Festival. Did you remember um, anything? No. <laughs> good good follow-up question. I lose this <laughs> round of trivia. All right, we got a one nothing Worm lead. We're starting with Worm this time, so this is a big point. He can essentially clinch it because we only have five questions. The toothpick was invented in New Orleans. Chris Wormley going for potentially a 2 nothing lead. Trying to, I'm going to think through this one a little bit. So they have okay. amazing food there. They, they got a lot of trees there. So, you know, there's, there's a, a lot of wood. <laughs> they got teeth there. You they know, have teeth, well, teeth. Some of them, maybe. I'm going to say fact. I'll say fact. Jordan, do you go for keeping it? No, I'm Even just going to go against the go grain, against and I'm going to say fiction. It's a 50-50 okay. shot, just like when you were playing the Powerball right now. I'll tell yeah, you why. That was that was a – it was either bad or a smart move. It was a smart move because it is fiction. And another true trick question, but that's the goal on these things. Man. The toothpick was not invented in New Orleans. You're really Dental putting a lot of effort into these. Dental was. Dental floss. Was invented, so your thinking was spot who, on. Who invented? Who who just invents dental floss? Like I just, you know, like wakes and like I just, I, it's just because just think yeah, about what they it. used. It's insane. Probably a dentist though. 
Yeah. 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 Good point. Um, <laughs> could be a great dentist. It is, it is tied. We might have to go to, uh, another question uh, for a double tiebreaker because uh, I have a feeling both of you might get this, but we'll see. We're starting with Jordan. Now uh, it's two, two factor fiction. Jordan, Mike Tomlin has defeated every single NFL team except the new Orleans saints. I'm going to say fact because I don't recall. I know that we, the past two, I want to say the past two times we lost. Dang. They only play him every four years. So he's only probably played him like, what, four times? Yeah. Three times? I'm going to say no. Has he beat every other team in the NFL? Yeah, well. Except the Saints. When when you guys beat Tampa Bay, was that the first time that he beat beat them? Because Maybe. Would you say, JY, you said fact? Yeah, I said fact. I'm going to say fiction, just just so we can have a clear winner. Uh, The only team prior to last season outside of the New Orleans Saints that Mike Tomlin hadn't beaten was the Chicago Bears. You guys beat them on Monday Night Football, and it's now only the New Orleans wow. Saints that Mike wow. Tomlin has not defeated. I know. I remember the past couple games that it was it was bad. I, so I, I like I, it. We're t- we're tied up here, uh, Jordan, with one trivia win, and of course Chris with a trivia win mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago. JY, take it away. Good stuff. Like Chris is angry. I can feel it. Motivation. Uh, well, I, I got something to make you a little bit happy. Some Michigan talk. <laughs> Obviously, uh, they have Wisconsin this week. I know there's some Nebraska. guys. Nebraska. Nebraska. I thought it was Wisconsin. See? No, they're playing for the uh, the Bussin with the Boys trophy. Okay. I don't know if you guys know the Bussin with the Boys. No, I don't. Enlighten me. So the Bussin with the Boys is a podcast through, uh, I think, Barstool. And it's with Taylor Lewan and Will Compton, who are mm. former. Well, Taylor Lewan plays for the Titans. Will Compton is currently not on a team. But Compton played at Nebraska. And uh, Lewan played at Michigan. And they came together this season or this offseason with uh, Nebraska and Michigan, and they 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 made some some trophy together. Yeah, uh, it's called the Bussin with the Boys Trophy. So there's a lot okay. lot to play for this <laughs> this Saturday. Uh, not only not only to because to stay undefeated, but to get a a Bussin with the Boys Trophy. So a lot a lot of well, you guys are talking. Is there any is there anyone on the team from Nebraska? Uh, Carlos Davis. Okay. Yeah. So I might have to take his money this week. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Probably. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, we'll get you out of here on that. Uh good luck this week and uh good luck the rest of the season. And as always, we'll be back Tuesdays. This is the Chris Wormley and Friends Show. I'm JY, that's Mike, and that's Chris. We'll see you next week. What's that? There it is, apparently. There the Bussin with the boys trophy. I gotta study my big ten. It's brand new. It's you know, it's it's not it's not as old as the uh, the Paul Bunyan Trophy with Michigan, Michigan State, yeah, or the Little Brown cool Jug one. with Michigan and Minnesota. But it's it's a tradition. So you boys better be watching and hopefully. Yeah, I always catch, catch the Arbor. Michigan games now. No doubt. So. Wow, nice good stuff. Warm, yes, stay healthy, you. man. Good luck, and hopefully Tom can get his first win against the always. Saints. Yes, sir. Yeah. See you guys. Later, See man. You. All right. Well, that's another edition of the Chris Wormley and Friends Show. Steelers crazy in tandem with Yinzer crazy. I'm JY. That's Mike. And as always, stay classy.
stay Pittsburgh, and here we go. This has been another Sick Media production. Sammy, take it away. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the Sick Podcast Steelers Crazy on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.